Here be music, Bobo. You're listening to Several Ways to Live. Um, formerly, Several Ways to Live in Mexico City it used to be about Mexican food and culture and weather. <laughs> and now it's uh, more or less a um, recorded group therapy session, I think. And about trains. About trains. Gonna talk about, about trains. trains. We, yeah, we podcast right. about trains. Yeah. It's, it's all about trains. And what other podcasts have recorded live via satellite phone on an Amtrak train in the middle of Utah? We have. And also, I don't think it was ever several ways to live in Mexico City. I think it was kept open several ways to live. No. From the beginning. Uh, no. The website is called Several Ways to Live in Mexico City. But the logo, and that's still the name. And the domain name. And the, don the domain name is Several Ways to Live. And the logo only says Several Ways to Live. So that's kept it purposefully open. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, uh, yeah we, it's been a long while since we both were in Mexico City. Uh, you, you were there last year, but uh, I haven't been there in almost four years. I, I was there last year to move the last of my things out of what was my apartment for quite some time. Yeah. So I, I went from living most of my adult life owning no property to having a property in Mexico City and a house <laughs> in the US. And now I just own the house because when you have a kid, you have to make sacrifices. Mm -hmm. We Like grammar. Grammar. <laughs> <laughs> to, today, the, today, this conversation. Let, let me recap for you a conversation that I had with Raven this morning. Boo, moo, boo, moo, boo, boo, moo. Hi, boo, moo, boo. That was a complete conversation between my child and I that had meaning and substance. Good for you. Yeah, oh, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. This, this makes you not want to have children, doesn't it? Um, I notice quite often now um, that when people I like, uh, friends of mine or people I work with, talk about their children that I really don't care. That's no, all. Hmm? Yeah. Don't, no, what yeah. should you? Yeah. And so, yeah. I think once once you become a parent, something it is a physical change that happens in your body. Mm. I think it's much more pronounced in mothers than it is in fathers, but it is change where, and it doesn't happen to every parent. That's the thing, but it is some kind of physiological, deeply ingrained, programmed thing that will make the most absurd situations and conversations and scenarios just seem perfectly plausible. Like sitting down to dinner with your beautiful partner and proceeding to have a 15-minute conversation about the various different kinds of poops that your child yeah. has had. And have this be an actually fascinating Amazing adult conversation. Moral of the story, don't have kids. 
but I love mine. Yeah. Just maybe one my just one comment to all the parents out there. You can talk about this among you two, among your family. Just don't talk about it uh, when people also, are around. Also among other parents. Among other Probably. parents. Because other parents are like living in the same kind of reality force field bubble that separates them from non-child having adults. And then I think eventually as your children age and become adults themselves, that force field kind of drops off. And then comes back when your grandparents, if you are actively, if your grandparents actively involved in your child's uh, life. And I think given the other reality force fields that my dad has by virtue of being a Republican in the United States, it's good that uh, he has a competing reality force field that kind of keeps him in check. And that is the one provided to him by his grandson. <laughs> um, I don't know if you hear that, but... Uh, Shots fired. No, yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna ignore this. Um, <laughs> your audio was bad in between. I don't know what's happening here. I'm not gonna stop anything. Listeners, um, you have to endure this. Um, How bad was it? Uh, one could still understand what you were saying, but it was bad. I have not heard sounds like that before. So I don't know what oh. it is. Um, I should really uh get a second cable to put into my recording laptop because now that i have two machines i only have one cable and it's an, it's really annoying to switch cables from one machine to the other anyways uh it's it's good to see you and it's good to see you smile uh, we did talk to each other um last week i believe it was last week And it didn't go well. I, I, I distinctly remember that uh, maybe an hour or two hours before we were, um, we, before we uh, were set to meet, um, I thought to myself, ah, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to do this. I really want to cancel, but I don't want to cancel because it's Nick and uh, we, we said we'd meet and so I'm not going to cancel. And then... You don't bail on your group therapy session. Exactly. And then we met, and then first you had technical problems, and then I had technical problems, and then we started talking, and I and and even the first question, how are you doing, Nick? And it was a just one word answer, one word answer, and that's not. I'm not even sure it was a word. It was more like, <sighs> yeah. And Which then, is not a word. And then I ask you questions, and usually when I give you uh, like a topic or a question, then you use you think for a moment and you start talking. But last week you said maybe a sentence, maybe half a sentence, and that was it. And after 20 minutes or so, uh, and we were both very slow. That's what happens. We were very, uh, talking very slowly. We did not have fun. And then finally, we, we decided to just stop this and uh, postpone it to this week. And I think this... I mean, we did talk about, again, about depression and stuff that's happening and how it feels. And But I don't want to repeat that because we did that last week, even though we did not record this. Um, so so was, basically what you're saying is this is a long extended pitch for the archive of episodes available that will soon be available on Patreon. I the will, hidden episodes, yeah, the lost I episodes. Will, I will not mention that I think I deleted what we recorded last week, but really nobody wants to 
to to do that. Yes. Uh, yeah, we... No, I don't... Should we? No, we don't. We won't. No, this was actually a pitch to uh, uh, to myself to listen to how I feel and to... If I feel that I don't want to do that, even though usually it's fun and it's nice and it's a good thing, but when I f don't feel like it and I strongly feel that I, I don't want to do that, then I should... Uh, Acknowledge that. Not do it. Accept it and not do it and cancel and try again next time. Yeah. For sure. 100%. Where are there things we wanted to talk about? I want to talk about one thing because I heard that um, making yourself accountable helps with achieving goals. That's I watch too much YouTube. Uh, but... There's, there's three things. I have three hobbies, three big things that I do that I like to do and that I like to do well. Podcasting is not one of them. Um, at least I don't have any. Oh, no, 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 no. Really? Not that I don't think I, this is good. I just don't have any ambition to get better or to achieve anything in the field of podcasting. That's all. You're still confused. Okay, that's fair. I'm not confused. That's fair. And I mean, there's lots of skill also involved with. I mean, you could. I could improve my workflow. I could improve how I speak. I could improve um, the quality of storytelling that I do. And I don't care at the moment. Maybe that changes sometime in the future. But right now, I don't care. But the things that I care about, it's three things, among, I mean, apart from family and Catherine and friends, um, the things that I do for myself. Uh, first thing, uh, it's easiest, I, and I mentioned this before, I do like going to doing good work. And I, I'm a software developer, so I, I do care about what I do. I like to, uh, um, write good software, quality software, whatever that means. And uh, because it's, I feel much better if I do good work than if I don't. Um, so that's something where I constantly improve. I could do more of that, but that it's a topic for, not for now. So second thing is, and that's uh, that picked up quite a bit over the last few years, is uh, sports. Um When we came back from Mexico, we both joined the CrossFit gym here. And my uh, intended goal was to get back to running. I had, uh, I've had problems with my Achilles tendon for the last six or seven years. Definitely since Mexico. And that was a big problem. And I had a lot, lots to do. And it was a long process. But now I am finally at the point... I've been for the last few months to be able to run again and actually train the sport of running. Uh, still to do other things. I could talk about that. Uh, I don't know uh, how many people care. But that is going well. And I'm very, very happy about that. Yeah. So, but now, third part. And I've talked about a lot about uh, how I like, how I love making music. Um. And I probably also mentioned that I'm not a very good musician, in my opinion. But 
right now at this moment and for the last few years i was not satisfied with the quality of my trombone playing and also means uh, i mean this influences what kind of music i can do and uh, how much fun it is to play with others and how much fun it is to be on stage because uh, i don't i have the most fun when i don't have to think about you know am i gonna hit that next note or am i gonna uh, um, is the the next line of notes gonna be cool or is it gonna be crappy and off off beat i don't want to think about that but i did do have to think about that because it almost never works out like i would like it to so and that's something that i've been thinking about for years and i know that i uh, um, want to improve because being on stage and playing concerts that's one of the biggest joys that i have this is really that this is what i li uh, like to do um And for years, I thought about so how I can uh, how can I do this, and I and finally last year it dawned on me I need professional help. Yeah, because well, I need guidance to what I have to do because I don't know. That's my biggest problem. Um, I mean, if you if you talk about um, sports or running, I actually there's so much literature uh, that I have that I have read. Uh, that I have I learned so much uh, from uh, YouTube, especially um, concerning kettlebelling and rehab for Achilles uh, problems. So I I know and I know more. Uh, I know other people that I can talk to. So I I know quite I know what I'm doing and I know how to get to the level of running that I want to get to. But I have no clue uh, how I can become a better uh, trombone player. And I don't, I don't really have someone who knows. So that's why um, I, was, uh, I started looking for a teacher. And I found one. Uh, he's in Heidelberg. Uh, I'm and I'm going to meet him for the first time next week. Uh, this is going to be really interesting. Um, the basically the the book, the method that he teaches. The, so no, the method that, that he teaches it's by a professor. I don't know from where. And uh, there's a book uh, describing this method. This method has <laughs> basically nothing to do with uh, uh, trombone playing, or even it's it starts off with breathing. So it's a very it's. it's super fundamental in how do I create tone in a uh, brass instrument. And to me, this is this makes so much sense and I'm really excited about this, uh, even though I will not be practicing my trombone basically with him. I, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen, so I can uh, tell you about it when, when I've had my first uh, lessons. Uh, so I am starting this journey of becoming better at playing my instrument and that is uh, it's, uh, it's very satisfying i mean this could who knows what's gonna happen yeah maybe i don't like him maybe this doesn't work for me but um i've finally taken the step to start this congratulations that sounds awesome hmm there's a lot of things that i was thinking about while you were talking that i want to bring up But they're all non sequiturs from that. They're all, and that's really hard to follow. How do you follow 
I have, well, okay. I too enjoy doing good work, but it's a little bit different in accounting as opposed to, well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Accounting is a little bit different than writing software. Um, sports. Kristen and I are really out of shape and we want to get back into like the thing that we're our YouTube rabbit hole is through hiking. I told you about the, I did mention the through hikers that, yeah. that we were helping yeah, yeah, out that yeah, did. last, last time in uh, the North country trail. And we're watching a lot more Appalachian trail videos and looking at the culture behind that and sort of dreaming, how do we do that? Can we do that with a baby? Can I take time off for that? But wait, I have burning man and all this other stuff like that. Uh, but it's something that Kristen really likes. There's a joke that I should send you about master naturalists. She's slowly going back to work at the nature center, but not, not full time. Like she was, it's only doing a program every once a month, something like that. Uh, and it's funny. I was thinking about how to, what instrument Raven should should take up, or if I should force Raven to take up an instrument. Not not force, but I mean, my parents kind of forced me to take up piano, and my mom keeps going on and on about piano, and I don't know, maybe I should go back to it. One of the things I wanted to bring up was the Accuracy Third podcast, where they talk about Burning Man and things like that. And the reason I wanted to bring that up is the th is going all the way back to earlier talking about our lost episode and what we were like last week. Uh, they have released a lot of audio on their Patreon. I am a member of their Patreon uh, talking about, well, actually not even talking about it's where it's outtakes that they never ended up releasing. Some of which are them just recording something while extremely drunk. <laughs> Others are longer extended. I can do that. Edits of episodes. Yeah, we're not going to do that. That's that's not where this is not going to become the drunken podcast. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows what that's a callback to our favorite episodes or our one of our favorite podcasts, which will rename which will remain nameless. Another totally non sequitur thing I wanted to get to was Seven of Nine's picture. Did you see that? Which one? On chaos.social? <clears throat> Probably did. It was an at reply for a draft idea. Oh, yeah. And I think I as like we it. can warm up, as we can warm up for our eventual draft, I'd like to. Can I take first pick on this one? On um, 709's idea? Yep. Okay. Now, I just have to ask you, that thing in the middle between one and five, and we will, this this picture, I think we will retoot on our, on our, uh, okay, you do, you do want to do, feed. okay, okay. I, it's numbered. That makes it easier. Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, so what is that thing between one and five? Is that a chocolate or is that a label? That's a label. Dope. Okay. Yeah. Because I was no, going to pick says, it as a chocolate. Uh, Lorenz. That's the, the brand. Okay. Right. But they also make chocolate. That brand makes chocolates, right? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't uh, think so. I'm, I'm going to go for number six. I'm going to go for the... the the checks. Can you, can you describe what, what we're looking at? So we're looking at a Lunchables. It's a snack selection plastic tray box with various different 
apparently salty snack foods. There looks like there's potato chips or crisps, uh, two different kinds of nuts, crackers, stick pretzels, and and checks. That that Let, uh, okay. Let us first try to describe what we're seeing. Let's go with number one. That's a okay. cracker. Cracker. It's a small, small, round, Ritz-style crackers. Okay. Number two is potato chips. It's like Pringles potato chips, the kinds that are yeah. in a can, very yeah. uniform shape. All right. Three. Stick pretzels. Stick pretzels. Salzstangen. As a Salt sticks. Number four. Yeah. I don't really know what number four is. In German, uh, we call it flips. Okay. Just puffed salty snack thing. Um, yeah. Uh, it's um, peanut. It's from peanuts. And five looks like actual peanuts. That looks like uh, coated peanuts. Yeah. Coated peanuts. And six and is six is the the, worst. the, the rice. Do you think no, that's no, the worst? Because no, I'm gonna go. No, no, no. That's I'm gonna the, go with. That's no, no, the first. That's that's my it's first. Not the, it's not the rice. Uh, the the taste is like uh, what we have uh, pombea, um, but it's shaped differently. Pombea is okay. it's a brand that, but the taste is that like that. I don't know how. I, you I'm gonna call go for that. number six. Okay, you take the. Yep, six. All right. Uh, yeah, I definitely go with number five, the coated um, peanuts. I'm gonna follow up with the stick pretzels, number three. I don't like stick pretzels. I don't like pretzels what do you have at against all. Salt. No, no, I love salt. Even wait, even like regular German pretzels with mustard. With mustard, the soft, freshly baked. You don't put mustard pretzels. on it. You eat it. You eat them alongside your um, your uh, sausages, but not with a mustard you don't, you on don't it. You don't eat them with mustard. No, you don't dip I've it never in mustard. Seen that. Probably really. Yes. Yeah, probably yes. Wow. I'm not. I'm not gonna talk about it. I don't have no idea about pretzels. I'm from the north. Okay. Uh, All right. Oh, it's a pretzels okay. or Bavarian thing. Like screw those guys. Uh, at least. There's no good pretzels outside of Bavaria. Let's put it that way. Okay. Okay, uh, my second pick has to be uh, the crackers. Number one. Number one. All right, this makes my third pick hard. I'm not, No, actually, it's not hard. I'm going to go with number two, the potato chips. <laughs> because you don't know uh, the peanut flips. So, so that makes, actually, that makes this perfect... I have the right side of the box and you have the left side of the box. That's true. Okay. So we could just split it in the middle. That could work. I, yep, I believe perfectly. this was the first time that we actually... This was a real draft. We had six choices and we both wanted to ha get the best stuff. And I think I definitely got the best stuff and you got stuck with the... You got stuck with the crap. See, I, I'm very happy with my with my selection. Okay, there you go. Thank you, yeah. Seven of Nine, for that. All right. Th this was a real good, respectable. Yeah, it was better than I thought. I thought when he posted that, I thought that was that's crap, but this works nice. Okay, so so if anybody else has uh, uh, suggestions for drafts, and then can even give us a list, a whole draft board. 
that works. Yeah, no, this is a really cool. great idea. Thank you. Shall shall we move on to the actual draft that we have prepared? We should do that. Because I think there's stories. And so I, I, I picked first with this one. So I'm going to let you explain the draft since it was your idea and let you go first. Well, I think we should, we don't, we should not explain it. And we should, um, I like, I mean, the idea of doing drafts comes from still one of my favorite podcasts, the podcast. Uh, they they usually draft, draft really silly stuff. And they also not talk about what they mean by the topic of the draft so that um, each one of them makes up their own idea of what is good in, in this particular draft. Um, so I proposed to draft railway lines. Since this is a train podcast, obviously, um, I don't think we're going to uh, pick each other's uh, uh, favorites because I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think we're going to have uh, very different ideas. But let's do it. So I can right. go first. Yep, it's your, you're, for, you're okay. up first. I'm, I, I'll be honest. I, I, my draft board is very, very short. Um, but okay. So are we drafting three or five? I, I have five ready. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have five. Too. I'll make. I'll make let's, you. I'll make let's you see. Deep. Let's see uh, if they overlap at all. I don't think so. Okay. Gonna go. I will pick with my first pick. That was a very that very obvious choice. Uh, if you've ever lived in uh, southern, uh, what is what is Baden in in uh, English, anyways? So Baden, in the Baden-Württemberg. Yeah, yeah. the The western part of Baden-Württemberg is Baden, and uh, then there's the southern the, the, part of that, which is South Baden. Uh, that's where Freiburg is, and I lived there for a long time. And um, there's a railway going from Freiburg straight east. That's going up the the to the into the Black Forest, which is not actually a forest. It's a um, it's it's mountain. No, it's not mountains. It's hills. It's um, and it first so it leaves Freiburg, then it goes through the uh, valley of the Dreisam, um, that's still flat, and then it goes into the. It's literally called Hell Valley. That's its name, and um, it's very narrow valley, and it, yeah, it has to go up there and uh, uh, has to ascend for a few hundred meters and there's the railway track and then there's a road and not much else else there's two at least one hiking path is uh, of course but that's up in the in the woods and i mean i cannot describe how this looks now i have it very firmly in my head uh, and uh, it's very very fun train ride it's even a fun bike ride when you're going downhill just don't go in rush hour because uh, there's lots of traffic there as well. And then it goes up to uh, first to Hinterzarten and then Titisee. It's quite famous place. And then it uh, splits up in uh, two ways and even goes further. And um, it's a very, um, um, very popular line 
especially yeah i guess in the summer as well because there's lots of mountain biking up in the black forest there and in the winter uh, there's lots of uh, cross-country skiing and even skiing you can go to the feldberg and go uh, skiing and you can get almost to the feldberg with that um train uh, you have to switch uh, to the bus uh, too but i remember taking this train a lot uh, when I was living in Freiburg and studying there at university um, to either go to um, some town uh, on the on the way and then take the bus uphill or going uh, up um, quite far up uh, in, into the area of the Feldberg and then getting out and going either hiking or cross-country cr cross skiing and uh, so I have fond memories of that uh, train and Strictly speaking, I take that still take the I still take the t same train fairly often to go from Freiburg main station to two stations uh, up that line to a part of Freiburg which is called Littenweiler because that's where Marie, a very good friend of mine and the keyboarder of my Freiburg band, lives and that's where I um, stay actually quite often. Not right now because of Tom Hanks, but. Um, yeah, and I love going there. Höllental Bahn. I'll send you to the, hmm. the links. Well, we're going to have to put all of these links in the show notes, obviously. Yep. Uh, which I, I'm still responsible for. All right. So, so yes, I definitely need the link to that. That was a great first one. That, that beautiful. I love that. Uh, I'm guessing you're going to guess what my first draft pick is. Uh. I'm guessing that it is uh, it is uh, somewhere in the U.S. and so either it's the train that I was on when we recorded. Okay. Yeah. We have recorded yeah. from this train. It is the California Zephyr, the Amtrak night train that takes three days to go from Chicago to Emeryville, the Bay Area, San Francisco-ish. That doesn't actually cross into San Francisco because San Francisco is on a peninsula. Long so Emeryville basically, or the Bay Area. Um, a train that I have never ridden its entire length in one shot. I have ridden it from San Francisco, or from Emeryville, the Bay Area, uh, out to Reno. I've ridden it from Chicago to Reno. I've gone from Chicago to Sacramento. I've done it a lot of different ways, but I've never done the whole thing at once. It is the train that I take when I go to Burning Man, because I can as much stuff as I can throw on a train. I have had 200 kilos of stuff <laughs> that I've taken on this train to Burning Man, a lot of which was on a bike because you can, you can take a bike on this train. And I, nice. at that year I was planning on biking from Reno, the uh, 150 kilometers, whatever it is out to the Black Rock desert. Um, and that, that didn't end up happening, but it is my 100% favorite train. It is the first ride, the first big trip that Raven took when Raven was nine months old, uh, going all the way out from Michigan, here where we live, out to see his cousins in Sacramento and spend a very smoky couple weeks in August in the Truckee Lake Tahoe area. Because you can take this train to Truckee, a, a nice little mountain town. You can go skiing. It's a beautiful train. I love it. It's 
I, I don't think there is any other equivalent train in Europe where you can spend three days just going through pretty much every kind of terrain there is in the U.S. You've got mountains, you've got the Great Salt Flats, you've got deserts, you've got the forests, you've got the Colorado River, you've got it all. And if you go on the train in Europe for three days, you are not no longer in Europe. <laughs> that's That's also true, yeah. I know uh, because, and I don't know why it's not on my. No, I'm not gonna pick that because it wasn't fun. So I could just put it out now. Uh, many years ago, we went on the train from Berlin to basically Moscow, a little south south of Moscow. That takes two days, and there's only one kind of landscape. No, there's two two kinds of landscapes. There's fields of wheat. And forests. That is all. And and it's not like they they take turns. It's all wheat for um, the first half, basically. Uh, so going through um, Poland and Belarus, and then probably in uh, in R Russia as well. And then some at one point uh, the forest starts, and that's that's all you see. And it's all flat. Not not gonna pick that one. So what is your second draft pick? Okay, my second draft pick is much more interesting train ride. Uh, the one one that we took this summer, or last summer, in Slovenia. Um, it was, you know, I think I talked about it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, so we went to Slovenia and then spent the first two or three days at the coast and we didn't like it at all. And so we decided not to bike to Ljubljana, but to take the train, just get out of there, get a, fr a fresh new start. So we took the train, very, that's a local train. Of course, it, I mean, crossed half the country, but uh, it's a very small train. Uh, it went from Koper, that's right on the ocean, it's a big harbor, uh, to Ljubljana. And uh, the first thing that train has to do is to climb 600 meters. Well, that's, yeah, 2,000 feet um, at least. And that's just the first stage. I think it goes uh, up to uh, 800, 900 meters. I don't know exactly. And, um, of course, this was a chance for us to leave the coast, which was nice. But it's all. it was also, it was uh, two or three hours of just landscape. <laughs> I mean, it was hilly almost mountainous, you could see large mountains in the background. It was all, there was there weren't many cities, there weren't many people, there weren't many buildings. It was just a lot of hills and woods and uh, stones and um, that was really, really cool. I mean, we, we, at that point, we had not seen a lot of the country of Slovenia. We First of all, we did not know anything about the country when we got there. And this was just, we were there, we were in the train. And after a few days, they were really um, disappointing and annoying. Um, we had a lot of fun just sitting in the train, looking outside and enjoying the landscape. That's my second pick. Nice. Nice. I like that. That's good. My second pick... It's another night train. It's the night train that goes from Krakow to Berlin. 
mm-hmm. which is memorable for me because it was one of the most terrifying but yet enjoyable voyages I've ever taken. Basically, we were we went to Confidence, uh, the the hacker conference in Krakow. Krakow is beautiful, by the way. So absolutely beautiful. Um, and we're waiting for the train at the platform, and it has a boarding time. That we actually bought the t- a friend of mine bought the tickets for us through Deutsche Bahn, and there was an arrival time and a departure time. So that then we had like a 10 minute buffer and the train was running late. And so I told my friends, Hey, can we, you know, can we go upstairs, have a cigarette? And I'm like, sure. The train's not going to leave. Just be back here in time. Of course, as soon as they're gone, foom, the train like rolls up and people start boarding it. And there's, there's no clear signage as to where we're supposed to be. It's not like the German trains where you've got this map and it tells you exactly between which letters so that you just walk onto your, yeah. I thought we had done that. Nope, that's not, that, that was not happening here. And I approach one of the conductors and the conductor looks at me and he kind of grunts like, yeah, this is it. And I was like, well, but my, and I'm trying to tell him he does not speak any English. He does not speak any Spanish, does not speak any German. Um, he's, he's, I'm saying like, my friends are here and he's like, He's not caring what I'm saying at all. The train whistle goes. He picks me up, throws me onto the train, <laughs> locks the door, and the train takes off. And I'm getting like panic text messages from my friends being like, where are you? Nobody's here. Our stuff is still here, but nobody else is. What happened? I'm like, yeah, the, the train kind of took off and, and I'm on it. And they're like, how were we supposed to get on it? And then this leads to an epic, epic long, not not terribly epic, but I'm I'm panicking. And somebody is like in the sleeper carriages because like, oh hey, you left your friends behind in 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 uh crackout. I'm like, yeah, it's like, so so get this. Tell them to go find a cab and to take the cab to Kratovice. No. It'll take them about a half hour. We won't be there for two. <laughs> like okay and i'm texting my friends america's like how is a cab ride supposed to beat a train and i'm like i i have but they and so they find a cab driver who's like sure i'll take you to crap but wait all of you no i need a minivan so he takes the cab to his like cab depot Mm. and is like okay here's the minivan and the minivan's out of gas and he's looking at them being like hey can you put the gas they're like are you what they're arguing with them about the gas and they're like, we don't have time to argue. Let's just pay. So they fill up the tank of gas for the minivan. They all get in it. They have to push start it. And they, they're on the way to credit each. And I tell them, and I'm asking the conductor, go back to the same conductor who threw me on the train. It's like, what platform are we going to be on? What place? He knows enough English to tell me platform four. Okay. Uh, or maybe he said it in German. I just assumed it was four. Um, and, but I go up to this, I hold four fingers up. He's like, yeah. And then he holds up four fingers just like that. Um, and so the train and I'm like, I think we're getting there. And there's like, we're waiting at the station. We're waiting for you. Of course, it being Poland, the train pulls up on platform three, Mm -hmm. which is not across from platform four. They have to go downstairs, rush through the tunnel, get up. And finally everybody makes it. And we all have a great time on the way back in the sleeper cars. And it's now granted, it is a definitely a different experience. 
Um, Amtrak's not the, the, the sleepers in Amtrak trains are very dated, but they're comfortable. Hmm. They're nice. The ones in these trains were yeah, Spartan. Uh, when, when you say sleepers, what do you mean? Is it to li really lie down or is yeah, like yeah, one that of they the have, seats? That that, yeah, the ba well, they so they the seats convert into beds on the Amtrak trains in the roomettes that you have. Basically, uh, the seat folds out into a, and then there's an upper bunk which is normally pushed up that comes down, and that creates. So there's two beds. Yeah. Okay. In every. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. It's this, except it's the same principle in the Polish ones, although there were six. Basically, one platform was the seat, and then two more folded down on each side so you could sleep six people to one cabin in, a, in, in this particular train. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. <laughs> All right. Um, my third pick. Um, is I'll be honest I think I have only once taken a train there but um, I've seen that particular part of that uh, um, line uh, since my early childhood um, in so my uh, part of my my mother comes from uh, Schleswig-Holstein Uh, was born near the Elbe, um, north of the Elbe uh, River. Um, and so most of, actually all of her family, so all of that part of my family lives in Schleswig-Holstein, which is north of Hamburg. And uh, one of my uncle and aunts, and uh, who raised my favorite cousin on that side of the family, um, they live in Rendsburg. And so because... Yeah, and that's where we went often. And Rendsburg has something that I looked it up on Wikipedia yesterday or this morning. Um, they actually call it the Rendsburg Loop because there is a loop, a track looping basically around one part of the city to gain altitude to go over the, and it's literally the name, the Rendsburg High Bridge. That's the name. Um, the the Rendsburg High Bridge is a steel bridge. It's really large, uh, going over the uh, canal that is between the Medi uh, not not the Mediterranean, no, the um, Baltic Sea and the North Sea. There's a canal there, and uh, they built a bridge over it, and it's re a really impressive old bridge. Uh, I don't know how long it will live. <laughs> Um, but it's really impressive. So I've, I've seen that I, I know this bridge since my early childhood, and I know that I, I always saw this loop in the city that was created so the train could get high enough to go over that bridge. And I know that I one time I took the train to go to Rendsburg, and then I could sit in the train and go over this bridge, uh, over the canal, and then go around the loop, which I find fascinating and uh, then um, get out at the train station there. Uh, so I'm I'm picking I'm picking probably the line that goes from Hamburg to Rendsburg. I don't even know where it goes after that. Maybe Flensburg, maybe Denmark, Kiel. 
and uh, especially because and picking the Rendsburg Loop and the High Bridge, which are named for what they are. Let me give you the link so you can maybe see it already. Yeah, uh, there's one nice picture yep. of it. Okay, I will definitely put that in the show notes. Mm -hmm. So my third pick, and you might sense a recurring theme here. My third the pick night would train? probably would be the night train from Novi Sad to Budapest. Where's Novi Sad? Uh, it's in Serbia. Okay. It's in Serbia. And so technically it's the train from Belgrade to Budapest, but I get on and, and it's because it is, if you want that authentic Kamibu experience of trains that probably have not been updated since the days of Yugoslavia, um, I would opt for that. Like there's nothing uncomfortable about it, but you are in a room, some random, like you might, it turns out that there was just a random person in the room already. I had no idea who they were. They're separated by, uh, by gender. There's no way to get a room to yourself. As far as I know. Um, well, you could probably buy two tickets or whatever. You can't buy the tickets online. That's not a thing. You have to actually go to the station and purchase them. Um, or at least in this area you did. And the train shows up when it wants to both in Novi Sad and in Budapest. Uh, and it's, uh, the funny thing about it is that there are like 12, not 12, there's only five or four or five train stations in Budapest, none of which are connected to each other. Um, and the train station that this train arrives in just happens to be in almost every TV show that has some kind of thing happening either in Russia or Eastern Europe or just needs the not American train station look to it. Um, and it's a beautiful train station. It's very small compared to every other major interchange station like Amsterdam or, or Berlin Hauptbahnhof, things like that. And it's a, it's a lovely peaceful train ride that I remember very fondly because I ended up becoming friends with, I haven't talked to him in years, but uh, I had a very nice interaction with the person who uh, I ended up rooming with for that one night coming back from Serbia from a hacker conference, obviously. Obviously. I should take more trains. As a side note, I, we, I am going to take a new train in about a month because we're going to go to um, Paris for a weekend because we can and because the ICE goes there so that's not a very exciting train but um, um, and it from it goes from Mannheim directly to Paris uh, in about three hours and that is just uh, that's pretty amazing so maybe that's I don't think yeah just had to think about that yeah I'm I, I want to take more trains. And y you talking about nice um, and beautiful train stations makes me think that there's not many nice and beautiful train stations left in Germany because everything looks the same. Really? You think yes. so? Yes, I think so. Most pro beautiful I know is pro maybe Leipzig. I don't know. Um, 
at least it's big. But most of the new ones, they all look the same. Anyways, uh, speaking of new ones, um, I'm taking not it's. I don't think it's a fun ride, but it's an impressive train ride in Germany. Um, and that is uh, the line that goes from Frankfurt, um, specifically probably from the Frankfurt airport to Cologne, because that is the the line with the highest speed um, in Germany. They go way above 300 uh, kilometers per hour there. And that is one of the few uh, lines where they can do that, actually. So that is all. Um, landscape is not nice. It's it's like the, the, the landscape there is like it always goes parallel to the Autobahn. And what's so bad and frustrating about uh, autobahns in Germany is that you don't see much of the of the countryside it's it's very almost I don't know if industrial is the right word but there's always walls at uh, the side of the the autobahn they, they, where you can't see it or you go over bridges and then you can't see the landscape because there's walls at the side of the bridge or you go through paths where um, uh, through where they built the Autobahn not right on top of the hill but they lowered uh, the area so they can build the um, Autobahn and then you have, still have hill at the side of the road but it's not beautiful at all and that's the same for that um, train ride it's just it's not very exciting so I don't know So I'm only picking it because it's probably one of the most modern and definitely the fastest ride in Germany. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. No, I, I can see that. Um, I know this is going to sound odd, but uh, I am going to, I'm going to pick the night train Again, shocking, right? Shock, shocking. Night train. I hate night cabin. trains. I'm sorry. Really? That Why? is that is a, it's a big problem. You were gonna take an Amtrak night train. I still want to. What? So what do you, what do you not like about night trains? Um, I can't. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'd, I've just had bad experiences. I don't even know if I've taken many. Really? I know it's like which. I know though. So there was this one trip to to Russia. At least that we we went with the school band, so at least we knew I knew all the people that were in the cabin. So that's a big plus. And I think I don't even know if I, where did I go on the night train. Not taken. I haven't taken very many, but it's um. I can't really relax and I I'm definitely not rested in the morning. And that's always I don't like that. Hmm. Really? Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Because I love night trains. I love I sleep really great on night trains a lot of the time. So I was gonna pick the night train from uh, it, it's not the most luxurious service that Nightjet offers, 
Um, but the night train from Vienna to Berlin. Okay. Which I've only ever managed to take once because when I, when I was doing a lot of stuff in Vienna and going between Vienna and Berlin a lot, I always had to go through Munich. And there was no direct service. You like you change trains in Munich. Like that's what happens all the time. Um, but there is there is one. It goes through uh, the Czech Republic and Poland to get to oh. Berlin. And it's it's less like it doesn't stop as much or for as long. And so that's what I really like about. It. I think the the one from. Vienna to Munich stops in Graz, I think, for like two hours while they change carriages or whatever. And for all I know, the same thing happens on the one to Berlin, but I, I like it because it's it just seems to be a smoother, nicer, longer ride. It doesn't get in as early. Um, and it's it's always nice to see Berlin on the train from your bedroom. <laughs> I know that sounds odd, but that's just a thing of mine. All right. Um, last pick. Last pick. Um, I really, I, I had a surprisingly hard time coming up with ideas. Um, but this one I think I, I have to take. Um, it's Maybe it's the train I have taken most often. Could be. Apart from local trains. And that is um, the train from Mannheim, where I live now. And... Uh, early probably from other places but it always goes through Mannheim to Freiburg and um, it's an hour and a half usually uh, so that's not very long uh, that's nice and it goes and you see the uh, Vogesen on the on the uh, to the uh, west and the uh, Black Forest to the uh, to the east and the, the part that's most memorable to me is um, at one point uh, you come to you to see it on the right side so on the, in the to the west you see the kaiserstuhl kaiserstuhl it's a, it's it's, uh, it's not a mountain it's it's a very small mountain range um, that uh, was a volcano way before the rhine valley even existed and that's always i mean kaiserstuhl is It's so close to Freiburg. At least that's what you think. And I always think, ah, there's the Kaiserstuhl. We'll be there shortly. And then, then it takes another 15 minutes or 20 minutes until we get there because, yeah, I don't know why. It always it feels like, okay, we're going to be there in seven minutes and it's gonna, it takes another 20. Um, that is, and it happens every time I take that train. Um, that was... I don't know if that makes this good, but going to Freiburg is always, for me, it's very uh, still, um, it's special. Hmm. So I'm never going nice. to live there again, but that's a totally different topic. <laughs> why, why do you say you're never going to live there again? Um, because Catherine doesn't want to, and there's no jobs, at least not for us. Oh, not, wow. not not as many as here. Who knows what's going to be in ten years? But no, no, uh, no. That's it's too nice. Like no jobs, period, or no jobs for you? No, I think 
few jobs for me, then Catherine will never get a job there because everybody wants to uh, teach there. And also living in Mannheim is really nice. But also the area is, is way more central. Uh, it's just um, it's way better connected to everything else in Germany. Um, and there's lots of, it's a different, totally different topic. Uh, but that's, it's fine. I'm still gonna, my friends live there. My old band is there. So I'm always gonna, um, I will always be able to go back and enjoy time there. So that's good. And that's what I need that train for to get me there. And while I work at the company that I work at now, I go there for free um, in the first class. And um, it makes it even better. Your last, nice. Your last pick. Uh, the the Northeast Regional, the train that goes between Washington D.C. and Boston, and the Acela specifically on the Northeast Regional, I, America's only quote unquote high speed train. I almost wanted to take that, but so I had that. I had the idea. I had it on my board. But I know, I cannot remember anything from that train because I believe I always took it at night or at least in the evening. So I didn't see anything. But now you can tell me why that's a nice train ride. Because I, I know that the last time I was in the US, and that's, okay, it's been a while, uh, I definitely took it from New York City to um, one stop before Providence because there in Rhode Island that's where the family lives where I spent a year I the family that I lived with for a year when I was in high school it's probably Wilmington if I remember correctly could be I have no idea wait no that's not right I don't know and I don't know if I, I the one stop before no the stop before Providence is going to be in Connecticut it's probably Mystic or no, whatever the stop no, no. and now I really I, I think I think I I did not take a high speed train. Are there uh, slower trains there going there as well? Um even the not Acela ones are uh Oh the one yeah the one before Providence is Hartford Hartford yeah. Connecticut. Hartford that uh, Hartford? Yep. Hartford no. Or no, New no, 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 no. This was okay. Maybe the stop before Providence. Okay, maybe I'm talking about a different train because I definitely did not get picked up in uh, in in Connecticut. Um, must have been no, no, no. This was definitely there is a stop. Okay, there's maybe there's another train going from New York Kingston? to Kingston, Kingston, Kingston. So I, Kingston, Westerly. It can't be far from North Kingstown. Kingston, yeah. King, ah, I Kingston. Mean, yeah, Kingston could be, yeah. But yeah, is that the, the same train? Yeah, Providence. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. That, that would not it. have been the Acela, though. That would have been the Northeast Regional. Yeah. And odds are... Those trains do go... Fa- like, they are still considered higher speed rail... Um, but they're not the ex- the Acela is an express service, so mm. the Acela I don't think stops in Kingston. 
Yeah. But it is, the, it's the same. It's the only really super dedicated passenger route of that length in the United States. Okay. That crosses through that many states. And is it nice? I mean, do you, is the view nice or is it just fast? It's not, it, it's not scenic like the California Zephyr scenic. You're not going to, mm. because you're going through cities. Like you're, yeah. it's basically an almost not ending urban. There are interesting views. There's definitely interesting sights to see out of it. It's not boring. It's definitely not fields of wheat. Uh, but it's not epic like the mountains and yeah. the river yeah. of the California Zephyr, which I hope you and Catherine will one day go on. Yeah. This. <clears throat> yep. Is there. I just. Just yesterday, I thought about a one place I want to go to at one point. It doesn't have to be now, but I have to go to. Kansas City, Missouri. Is that Missouri or Kansas City, Kansas? Or is that the same? There's both. There's both. There's I mean, both, it's, but it's, it's the same city on two sides yeah. of the river. It's like okay. it's like Budapest. All one's right. Buda, one's Pest. So it's, it's still Kansas City, but it's in two different states. And in Kansas City, there's the um, Negro Leaks Museum. Mm -hmm. And I think I want to see that. I also want to go to Cooperstown one more time but that's also something i can do that in 20 years that's fine and cooperstown is the what's it called correctly national hall of baseball hall of fame yeah i think the, that's, that's just the, the baseball hall of fame yeah right it's not national it's worldwide <laughs> i mean they call it the world series yes At least in baseball, that actually, that name is deserved. But, um, again, other topics. As opposed to the World Cup? Uh, no, no. There's, uh, anyways. <laughs> okay. Are you good? Yeah. Did we do it? I think we did it. That was fun. Yay. Nice. I'll, good draft. I will very good draft. I will talk again to our uh, prospective guest, mm -hmm. and I will tell you about that. I'll talk to her. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about in the that. next few yeah. days. Ask what her, her schedule looks like, and then we'll uh, talk about when we see each other again. Okay. That sounds great. All right. Awesome. Um, How do we end this? How do they usually end it? It's just sort of like, we sign cars? I don't know. <laughs> we sign trains, yeah. But we'd never sign anything. We so. sign trains. We That's sign. it. We <laughs> sign trains. Just roll up your train. We'll sign it. We sign trains. We're hobos. See ya. Have fun. <laughs>